0: I say, we do this, and just pull his pants down around his ankles.
1: Ranger, maybe we were telling you you're pretty petty. Yes, often. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to episode three, Tattered and Torn. Uh, we will be... Picking up where we left off last time, which is actually uh, the the heroes had headed out uh, to Whitport from Tintown. And along the way had essentially stopped for the night at a little clearing that they found kind of in the woods, just just off the path, just like maybe 30, 30 feet or so off the path. And Glynn had essentially taken up guard duty uh, on top of a tree and was kind of keeping a lookout with his raven Poe and kind of combined between himself and seeing through the eyes of Poe had seen that there were some figures moving at the encampment through the trees and that is where we will be picking up today. So Glenn what do you do?
1: Can I, can I tell if there's any like weapons drawn, or if they're just kind of like walking up?
2: So you can't really see. Uh, you're just seeing figures moving through the trees right now. You're kind of high up, and they're kind of pushing through the brush. And so you can just kind of see that there is trees and brush moving aside. They're not in the clearing yet. They're just, you can see that figures are moving through the trees to your encampment. So moving through that kind of like 30 feet. Uh, and you see probably essentially... Two figures at this time uh, worth of brush movement is what you can glean from what you see so far.
1: And and looking at astral, where they where are they coming from? Uh, Above me? Are they coming from?
2: So, so looking at astral, they are yes. So they're coming down from um, from the top, kind of from the right, uh, right top side there.
1: Okay. All right, I'm going to kind of do my best to hide, kind of like tuck myself into the trees, try to, like try to hide best I can. And I'm going to okay. draw an arrow and I'm going to more or less wait to see what happens. If I see them like getting, a, I'm going to hold, basically I'm going to hold an attack action. If I see them uh, start to get a little aggressive towards my sleeping compatriots, I will uh, take a shot at one of them. That was my next question. we asleep?
2: Yes, you both are asleep. Unless you have any reason that you wouldn't be. Uh, you guys had essentially... This is, this is probably about 2 to 3 in the morning okay. when this would be taking place. Okay. So it was in the second part of the watch. Um, so essentially, you guys are pretty close to a full rest, but not there at this time.
1: Um, yeah, and so when I, I, I kind of like hunker down kind of like try to sneak best i can try to hide away um and just keep an eye on the bodies moving closer
2: yeah so you see two forms push their way out of the brush and as they're coming through and kind of getting closer and you can kind of just hear them uh kind of talking amongst themselves uh and what you essentially see is it looks like two soldiers walking out of the brush uh towards the camp.
1: What are they What are they wearing? What kind of armor?
2: So, do you want to roll me a, a perception check or an investigation? Ooh, sure.
1: Uh, I got a natural 13. Perception, it's not super high. 17 total.
2: 17. So, you can see kind of like the glint of... Purple, um off like kind of like darker royalish purple coloring off of some of their robes, and then kind of a glint of gold off of the actual armor, and you would recognize that as being the garb of an imperial soldier.
1: Hmm. Okay. Um, she said, "It'll look for us," Uh while still maintaining my cover best I can. I'll roll stealth just for the sake of it. Oh, that's not good. Um, just for the sake of stealth. it? You didn't have to. Well, I'm a, I'm going to try to yell something and then hide, but um, I, Glenn would speak out and say, hey guys, uh, I hear you're looking for somebody. Who are you looking for? And I kind of try to shirk back and I got a 13 on stealth. But just try to get their attention.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to roll for them. Okay, so this guy just rolled.
1: I think stealth's against their passive perception.
2: Yes. If that matters. They're going to roll. Oh, it matters. <laughs> so you definitely pass their passive perception. This is going to be to essentially try to discern which direction your voice came from.
1: They just think trees are talking to them? <laughs> the drug's starting to hit, like, right now.
2: They're Yeah, this is just them trying to figure out exactly, like you know, at least which direction uh, that voice came from. Uh, so this one rolled an 18, a natural 18, a plus zero. And then the other one rolled a five. So one of them is able to discern that and is kind of starts talking in the direction that he hears your voice and kind of continues to move forward.
1: I think that's uh far
2: enough. Who there. is that? Who is that? Identify yourself.
1: I would ask you to do the same thing. What are you, what are you looking for? We're just a couple people getting some rest. I don't think we need to uh, necessarily address you sneaking through camps is a little suspicious, isn't it?
2: My name is captain Rocco of the Imperial army. And who are you?
1: I'm just a tree, man. What are you talking about?
2: Okay. So he uh, is going to continue. He's going to kind of look back and he's going to wave, uh, the one behind him to continue to move forward and they are getting extremely close to both Cosmo and Rangrim who are at this time still sleeping.
1: They're still sleeping, we're yelling at each other. I imagine uh, they would have I mean, woken yeah. up by now.
2: So yeah, if you guys would like to uh wake um, up or roll to
3: what would be like uh I guess my ask would uh maybe like a stealth check to get in within range from them of my, I don't know Or I don't know how to identify if we should be awake or not, based on my passive perception or whatever. Well, we're like yelling to each other, right?
2: Yes, I believe that you guys would have woken up. I I would say that if you want to wake up and pretend to still be asleep, then you would roll a stealth check.
3: um,
2: A sneaky life. But if you want to just get up, feel free.
1: (laughs) I feel like I already know what Rangrim's going to do.
2: (laughs) Rangrim's underneath the cart.
3: Right. Yeah, he's underneath the cart. Um I would like to roll for a stealth check and I'm actually going to um reach for my my war pick and um to get it ready, basically. To kind of Okay. That's
2: just 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 so you guys get a visual. One of these uh one of these soldiers has a like a spear. Mm-hmm. And the other soldier has, which is the one who identified himself as the captain, has a very large, essentially two-handed, uh, like war ax
3: Mm-hmm. I see that in Astral.
2: Mm-hmm. Just describing, giving you a little, painting you a beautiful word picture.
3: Paint that picture, baby. <laughs> All right, so I'm rolling for a stealth check to uh, get my axe or my, yes, my pickaxe, and get armed. Okay. Here we go. How stealthy am I as a dwarf?
2: I you know, am... those stealthy dwarves. <laughs> uh do you have what kind of armor do you have on, by the way?
3: Um, I forget, honestly.
2: If you have half plate or chainmail or any of those, I believe you have disadvantage on stealth checks.
3: Uh, half plate or chainmail?
2: Or plate armor.
3: It's, it's chainmail.
2: I believe. Let me double oh, check. Oh, yeah, I Ooh.
3: see it. I see it right there on my character sheet. Yep, yep. Yep. Cool.
2: That's something that I kind of always forget about. So mm-hmm. you're lucky. I remembered this time. <laughs>
3: Or am I not? Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I think they know I'm awake because I grab my war pick and my stealth is a... Where did it go? A solid five. Yeah, so... I, they
2: hear maraca sounds from your fucking <laughs> chain veil as you get up and start moving around I, in there.
3: I, so what I'd like to do, in, if I could, instead... Um, is I realized that maybe like I drag my war pick across yeah. the, um, and I just like I want to just jump up.
2: Okay, yeah, I will say too. This thing does have raised sides. You're essentially in kind mm-hmm. of a. It's got three sides on it. So the side that they're near, which I wish I had put. A, I remember that you guys had a cart because I would have put it on the map and that would have been a little bit better for visuals. But you know, theater of the mind. Here we're we're here now. So, uh, essentially they are looking at you from the side that you are being blocked mm-hmm. uh so essentially only like if you stand up in there only like your your my. torso up is going to be above that
3: okay 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 <laughs> i want to pop up and uh i got what's and uh i say uh i haven't what's my word A
2: hey, uh, neighbor that was <laughs> awful <laughs> Oh, who lives in a pineapple under the sea?
3: <laughs> I kind of envision, I kind of envision like only my eyes pop up.
2: Okay. And you say, "Hi, neighbor." Yeah. <laughs> this guard doesn't really keep his composure super well. And he actually is going to, as soon as you pop up because he's within range of you with the spear, he's actually gonna make a stab at you. So I need I'm gonna make, and he rolled a natural one, and it actually sticks into the front of the cart, and he's just kind of trying to pull it out now. And uh, the captain turns to him and just gives him like a a look, like a kind of like a knock that shit off kind of look, and then looks back towards the trees and looks is kind of a looking around and is saying all right you and the tree you need to come down
1: i don't know man seems uh seems pretty comfy up here uh how about you get your boy to take a couple steps back and i might be a little more interested in talking to you
3: i leave this spear in me cart
2: oh. listen we have some questions for you all we need you to come down we're gonna need you to come in for questioning with us.
3: Poking me with your spear is not how to start a conversation.
1: Unless a you want me Got a point there.
0: Now, hearing a lot of the commotion, especially the spear getting jammed into the side of the cart, that was <laughs> sleeping below, <laughs> he wakes up in like a startled motion, gets up directly and just wangs his head on the bottom of the cart. <laughs> He's like, "Oh god!" Ugh. What are you showering for? And he just like comes out. And at this point, he basically just got his Smith, Smithy robes on because he sleeps in them. But
1: other than that, he is like naked.
2: Cool. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> does, does he have morning wood? Is he like pitching a tent? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like
3: one of those Harry Potter tents where it looks a little small, but.
1: Yeah, figure <laughs> on the it's, inside. It's just
2: yeah, just figure <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> it sounds it's
1: canon. it's canon.
2: Oh my god, it's so good. It's a grower. All right. Um, yeah. So, Rangrim, are you uh, are you essentially right there? Or are you kind of moving over now?
0: You I would have go? rolled out underneath the cart on the side where uh, Cosmo would be.
2: Okay, so kind of just over here, a little bit. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. So these soldiers, the soldier is able to pull his spear out now and kind of gets that? at the ready. <laughs> roll what? Did he roll for that? Uh, so he rolled, I did now. Ah, uh, I rolled a 13, 11 plus 2 to pull his spear out. I believe that that beats a...
3: A wood? No.
2: Yeah, a save. wood check. I yeah.
3: mean, <laughs> a wood, wood cart check. <laughs>
2: Rangrim Randgr- Rangrim Marty has an- has already done a
3: He's already wood got enough for- yeah,
0: wood for us. on the wood check for exactly. today.
1: Exactly. He did. I'm sure.
2: Um we'll so he's just kind of moving over and they seem to be kind of at this time essentially uh flanking a little bit. The captain is not moving. Um I need Rangrim to make uh actually if all of you can make a perception check.
1: Sure and make one for my oh no what better. was that yes. thing
0: you said earlier about natural ones
1: you succeed every time every time right nine total
0: um I... I did roll a natural one but um okay yeah, that would be a 5 but
2: no I, I... Nope, I appreciate your honesty
1: you said perception Rangon doesn't see shit uh
2: yeah perception shot 10
1: i have a 10 <laughs> I perceive that I'm still in a tree.
2: Okay. Um, Glenn, okay. Did you roll, Glenn, or no? Yeah, I got nine. Okay. So, you do not hear anything, but Rangrim, you feel a dagger at the back of your throat as one of the soldiers sneaks out of the woods behind you. Ooh. Um, You wouldn't wouldn't kill a naked dwarf, would you? (laughs) doesn't do he doesn't say anything but he just you feel that knife kind of poke into your throat a little bit more maybe (coughs) draws a little bit of blood (coughs) and then so the the captain kind of uh pulls his axe out and he's all right are we doing this the hard way are you coming with us come down from the tree
3: you can ask your questions from there go ahead Talk, Captain.
2: We need you to come with the, in with us for questioning.
3: On what terms?
2: We will discuss that at a later time.
3: That's not cause enough for me.
2: It's, it's cause enough. It's cause enough for me. If you could tell
0: this fine <laughs> gentleman, um, I'm I'm definitely gonna go to uh, answer some questions.
2: Can I put my pants on? <laughs> And it, the soldier behind uh, the captain's like, uh, sir, I think I can let him put his pants on. I, To be fair, I I don't. His butt is against me.
0: Yeah, just hairy dwarf <laughs> ass is definitely just rubbing up against him right now.
2: We will help you put your pants on, but we need your friend to come out of the tree. Can you convince him? What, what friend? In a tree? Cosmo's right. right there.
3: Oi. Right. Yeah, I'm right here.
2: Okay, um. So, <laughs> are you guys doing a perception or a persuasion check?
0: Sure, let's go. Right,
2: that is also not good.
3: Um, <laughs> Give it to you got no another D twenty. You might need to swap.
0: <laughs> it was Just not one, one,
2: but that is a solid ten. Nice, hell yeah,
3: um, that's good stuff. My persuasion is a twenty four.
2: That's very good. Um, so, what is your, how are you persuading him that there's not, a no, you don't have, that it's only the two of you and that there's no one else?
3: Um, how am I persuading him? Right, so he would say something along the lines of, we just hear a couple of dwarves traveling on to down this path, and uh, we have no other comrades, it's just us.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I heard guess. voices coming from that direction over there. Are nah. you telling me you were able to throw your voice?
3: I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you might be hearing things because uh, it's just me and my mate. We're just sleeping. I don't know what you so think I you heard, awoken. but it's it's not. It's I mean,
2: I I can't so, say. So he kind of like the the captain looks over at the other soldier, and the other soldier shoulder or soldier kind of shrugs. And he's like, "All right, I don't know what's going on here, but you need to load up in the cart, and we'll take you with us." I can, I, I can get dressed, right? It, uh, it is raining. Me bits is getting wet here. Uh, yeah, it's raining? yeah, you can. It, yes, it is. Yeah, I forgot about that. It is. It started raining kind of in the night, and so it's doing kind of like a light, a light. Uh, drizzle right now yeah so the the soldier behind you kind of lets up on the knife a little bit and you can feel a sword instead kind of press against your back he's like don't try anything funny he's like i'll gut you Uh, not not trying not not trying
0: nothing sir you quite literally caught me with my pants down here and i would Um, just he would then proceed to his things were underneath the cart where he was sleeping.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Just kind of near him and he's reaching to get his pants and so forth.
2: Okay. Yeah. So he's just kind of keeping, he's he's keeping that sword pretty close to you while you're doing it, but he allows you to do so. Okay. Um, so what, what are you guys doing? Are you loading up into the cart?
1: So during that communication um, I would have hopped into poe i would have connected with my familiar and he would have Mm -hmm. kind of flown out of a tree and he circles high and he's just kind of scanning to see if there's any other guards that we may have missed because we got a drop on us on one of them he would have done like right when the other guy got a drop on us
2: uh yes you just roll me a perception check
1: 15 for the bird
2: 15 uh you do not see anything
1: okay i'm staying put in my tree
2: sweet cosmo rangram what are you doing
1: so
3: all right so the one guard is going to
2: i guess essentially they're soldiers i keep saying guards but they're, they're soldiers i get
3: you so they got one guard that let up a little bit on uh Grim. I got the two in front of me that I know of.
2: Yes. Uh one of which has his spear pointed directly at you is definitely within poking distance. And the captain is out of range with his weapon, but he is close enough to be there within a pretty quick uh shake.
3: Great. Okay.
2: And so. they're essentially, essentially, they're uh, waiting for you guys to get in the cart. And then uh, they will be moving you out of camp with your horse and cart.
0: Wrangram um, I- would be reaching in to grab his uh, pants and so forth. And as I reach in, just for a moment, I reach for my shield as i need that as my arcane focus and I cast heat metal on the soldier's sword behind me yes
2: awesome uh awesome okay let's uh let's roll into initiative then and i will do that as a surprise round uh just at like a, a before we actually roll into combat Cool. rangrim i need you to roll that uh i need you to roll that heat metal roll it. You need you do for that
0: yes indeed i forgot i need to do a save i believe
2: that.
3: I thought it was just something that just kind of happens. Things just get a little That's uh, a hot. save to
0: see if they can hold on to the weapon.
3: Ooh.
2: Okay.
0: So right. physical contact, it's 2d8. So, but, so that is 15 points of fire damage, and it has
2: to make a con save. A, that is a 14 con save. 14 is my save, DC. Okay. So he it. Okay. So, yeah, if it meets, it beats.
3: He takes fire damage.
2: Yes. How much fire damage does he take? 15. 15. Damn. 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 Second.
1: Perfect. I also totally forgot that I held my action to attack, but that would have been like him stabbing the thing, and that was yeah. forever ago. That one's on me, guys.
2: One second here.
3: Damn rogues.
2: We ain't good for shit.
1: Just hiding. Actually, I'm not even here, bro. <laughs> you, you convinced him that I'm not <laughs> exactly.
3: If there's one thing I can do, it's persuade.
2: What is... All right, got Some... it. Sweet. Um, sorry, Ranger. How, what was that damage again? Fifteen. <laughs> Fifteen, perfect. So that was the soldier behind you. Correct. Yes. Uh, so he hold. He, so his sword just like turns red hot, and he's he's able to like kind of muscle through it. And but you just smell like kind of burning skin uh, from behind you, and probably pretty fucking scary and gross uh, to the fact that he was able to hold on to that sword. Mm-hmm.
1: Smells like bacon.
2: <laughs> uh, so Cosmo's in the cart, Rangram's outside of the cart was picking things up out of it. So essentially, you're probably reaching into the back of it, I assume. So you're kind of at the back Yeah, of I was the like part.
0: reaching in to get my... Well, actually, underneath it, that's where I was keeping my things.
2: Perfect. Yeah. So, seeing... Uh, actually, Cosmo, your go.
3: Right. Okay. Um, I am going to what i'm gonna do what i'd like to do i want to jump i want to step up and jump over the cart and smash my hammer on this soldier right in front of me
2: awesome yeah roll me an attack
3: okay here comes the oh wait i'm um, before i do that I'm going to use my bonus action to add my Hunter's Mark and then awesome. that's that's it sorry 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 here comes my attack
2: here comes the pain
3: right um, that is going to be a 19 to hit
2: that Definitely hits, for Perfect. sure.
3: Perfect. Um, and in the spirit of all things, uh, damage-wise, I'm going to uh, use a Divine Smite coming down on his head. Um, so I'll go ahead and roll some damage.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Pick up the, the sound of the dice rolling. All right. trying. Okay. So let's see.
2: Clink, 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 clink. Clink, clink, clink. Now you got those nice felt rolling trays, how can I
1: you do I right?
3: I could do it on the metal if you want me to. <laughs> I know. So.
2: It's, what, it's fine. I trust you're rolling, not just making up numbers.
1: No, I'm uh, not. I'm I not.
2: rolled a 53. That sounds good, right? Yeah. Does that work? Oh, yeah. Off 2d8, I uh, hit a 70. A natural 56?
3: <laughs> a nat 56. Um, let's see here. So That is going to be a solid... Still trying to figure out. Three, 19, is gonna be twenty-two damage. Jeez.
2: Twenty. Holy crap, dudes! Yeah. So describe this to me. You jumped <laughs> off the cart.
3: Right. So what? What I see is is like he like jumps and put into the into the air and he's just right here comes the plane. and he just swings down with his mallet end of his war pick hammer and you just see it light up bright, and he just, like, smashes this guy in the head.
2: Yeah, so you nail this guy in the side of the head, and it just, like, dents the helmet in, and, con- like, you can just see it, like, take the helmet off of his head. He's not he's not dead, but, like, it has... You can see he's kind of dazed, and there's, like, blood running down the side of it, like from the side of his head now and kind of out of his ears well like you fucked this dude up right <laughs> just real good
3: and then uh what I'd like to do just as a free action I just as this guy is just like dazed I just look over to the captain um and uh I want to roll for I don't know if it would be intimidation or what but of just like oi mate is this the uh, conversation you was looking for <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah if you want to roll an intimidation go for it
3: for sure uh intimidation is a fifteen
2: yeah I'll say that he I don't think that it does anything mechanically That's uh, but i don't he, I'm
3: not looking for anything really more just for yeah, the story. he looks
2: yeah he looks a little bit he looks a little taken back for sure like like this has definitely taken him off off guard like that was a fuck ton of uh Uh, Bludgeoning, you just did. So, that he actually, uh, the captain looks at you. Is that actually, is that, uh, is that the end of your turn? Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, The captain looks at you and he just kind of grits his teeth and then just goes, pull and points at you, and a bolt comes flying at you out of the forest. And that is a 16 to hit.
3: Nope. So, uh, is a bolt coming out of the? It's
2: it's from like essentially over the cap, like past the captain over his shoulder. Uh, a like a, a crossbow bolt comes flying out of the forest, right? And uh, kind of clinks off the off your shield. I... But it was def it was definitely aiming for you.
3: Cool. So like I'd catch it with my shield, and I just like, right. This is the conversation you wanted, mate. Bring it on. <laughs> I have uh... friends too.
1: <laughs> uh sorry john real quick <laughs> initiative wise i forgot to roll for my raven and he got an 18
2: okay so you would be up uh at this point then with uh, well it's
1: just for my po. bird okay. um so with poe him lands on a tree behind kind of where uh the captain is probably like i don't know if you guys can see this but like that area yep
2: I can see you pinging,
1: and he's gonna use his mimicry. Uh, Raven can mimic simple sounds: this is a person whimpering, a baby crying, or an animal chittering. He's gonna, he's just gonna make the sound of like a small animal, just like just trying to distract ever so slightly the uh, the captain or whoever might be in the um, the like bushes a, next to him,
2: like an animal crying or. Trying to think of how yeah, that to
1: let's just do a let's do a baby crying just to really confuse the shit out of <laughs> him. So he
2: just okay. make some babies <gasps> yes, crying. Yeah,
3: more you. babies crying.
2: Yeah, no, that's great. Roll me a, roll me a persuasion check for him for Poe. A persuasion check. Or I sorry, uh, I guess
1: it would be a. Um... Oh no, sorry. It's a you. It's a save. So it's a Wisdom save.
2: Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, I guess it would be a deception too.
1: So anyone that can hear it has to make a Wisdom save.
2: Okay, Wisdom sure save. A sound. So that is a twelve for the captain. He saves, and, and eighteen for uh, the soldier with the spear. In front he of the saves console. even can, more.
3: Can can it be a disadvantage because he just got knocked in the skull?
2: Uh, yeah. I would actually I would actually argue with that that he probably wouldn't even. He probably has enough ringing in his head. He can't even he, hear anything. He probably doesn't even make any <laughs> difference to him. That's probably why he saves so much was because the ringing in his head is not allowing him. He's like. Can't even hear anything, let alone a baby crying. I think the last thing on was mind, the... probably the murderous dwarf in front of him, is probably the thing he's most focused on. What about the crossbow guy? Um, sure.
3: Yeah, Assuming there is, is somebody right. shooting a crossbow.
2: That <laughs> is somewhere. a seven. That's a seventeen, natural seventeen. They have a plus zero. I am not adding anything to these rolls, by the way.
1: Well, Poe just, just cries like a baby in the tree. <laughs>
2: I mean, it's about as effective as any other. They just look up and they're just like they're just,
3: they just kind of look up and they're like, "What a weird bird!"
2: <laughs> it's a crazy bird. Wow! All right, back to killing these guys.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Awesome. It's the captain's turn. Uh, the captain is going to these guys are just
1: like war criminals. are used to killing babies.
2: <laughs> it's the captain's turn. The captain's gonna run forward and go right into fuck you up mode. right that. So he's going to slam down with his war axe. And that is a seventeen to hit.
3: That's uh that's a miss there, mate. My shield is stronger than your axe.
2: That's a twenty-three to hit. That seventeen one, plus five. That's
3: that's 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 strong enough.
2: <laughs> uh, awesome.
3: Was was that his second attack? that was oh okay that's that's fine i'll allow it
2: uh that's an 11 damage
3: that's all right
2: so he's he slices down you're kind of focused on hitting this other uh soldier and you kind of don't see the captain run out and he just kind of catches you in the shoulder a little bit with that uh with that second axe blow although you were able to deflect off the first one And that brings us to Rangrim.
0: Um, Rangrim, so I only grabbed my shield to cast Heat Metal, so my free action would be to grab my hammer from beneath the card as well. Perfect. And I'm going to kind of one motion grab it and turn around to hit the soldier to the back of me. And as I do it, he's going to shout something to the effect of didn't your mother ever tell you? You never hold your knife we'll to a dwarf's throat at three in the morning when it's raining. And then I'm gonna
1: swing <laughs>
0: through he's with still, the
1: warhammer.
2: He's still heat metal too, right? He's take, gonna take more damage for that. Uh, uh, or... I, believe so. Yeah.
0: I think he I has. To, forget about that. Uh,
2: Until he drops it, I believe.
3: I was gonna say, I think he has to make another. Yeah, but I can use my bonus save. action on each of my
0: subs- uh, subsequent turns to cause
2: that damage again. Awesome. We'll do that at the end. So, oh, uh, wow. roll for this attack.
1: That's a sweet spell.
2: Dude, Heat Metal. That's what's up. Heat Metal is amazing.
1: That is a 15?
2: Yes. Uh, yes. That does hit. Lovely. D plus three for my attack. Warhammer. Just taking these fucking dudes. Dunk that is a nine. Nine damage. Nice.
3: The rogue hasn't even hit yet.
2: Yes, that is true. I so have I was like, have
1: come I have been around
0: Hit him with the warhammer after spouting my nonsense,
2: but then just make direct eye contact with him, and then again cause two damage with him. <laughs> uh, I think he does another save to see whether or not he drops it as well. I believe mm,
3: that seems right. Whenever he
2: takes damage from it, uh, it he does not. Much that time. He does not save. So okay. you do the damage. So how much damage does he take? Three that time. Three. Perfect. So he takes three damage, and he he's. Like, he gets nailed in the chest by your uh, war hammer, and then his hand burns him again, and he just can't take it anymore, and he just throws his sword to the ground. And now he is unarmed, and he pulls out a dagger uh, with his offhand. His one hand is just, like, burned terribly, and so he kind of has, like, a buckler on one arm, and so with that hand that he has the buckler on, he pulls his dagger back out of his, uh, his pocket, so he is armed now. But that's essentially what he's got going on. Much less damage, though, than that sword would have done. And that actually puts him up. And so he's going to take a swipe at you with that dagger. Okay. Uh, That's not going to hit. That is a 4 plus 5. That's a 9. That is a a 19. So that is going to hit you. Um, Yes. (laughs) I am Uh, uh,
0: technically, just for... In all fairness, I am technically unarmored. I only put my pants
2: on and grabbed my weapons. True. So my armor class is a whopping twelve with my shield right now. So I rolled max damage, but it's a dagger, so good news. Uh, it's only a D4. <laughs> it's a D4 plus three, so it's that's seven damage. Seven. Damage, nice. As he slices slashes this uh, sword across or this uh, dagger across your chest, and that is going to bring us to Glynn, actually. Hmm.
1: Um. Okay. So, Glynn's the
2: Invisible st- Man. Glynn. <laughs> You're wrong. still up in the
1: tree. My friends are very much engaged. Um,
2: Congratulations.
1: Glenn <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um. Can't decide how I want to do this. Uh, I'm gonna take just a shot with my longbow at the back of the captain. Um, I'm gonna guess that I'm very much hidden and have advantage so it's gonna be sneak attack if it hits uh but probably not that is a 12 to hit that's not hit. okay and then i'm going to he's gonna as his movement relocate to here while still staying hidden
2: okay i will need you to do some sort of check uh, acrobatics or athletics to get down from the tree okay
1: uh that's a nat 20 so 27 awesome you yeah do got that it hit. with style <laughs> yeah i land super quietly and i just reposition to this spot here Perfect. um and that's all. oh i hide
2: yeah, and and for these for these tents in here for story can, canon, we'll just say that this is like some old campsite that you guys found, and you guys are just kind of these are old shitty like moldy tents that are here.
1: Yeah, I can reposition to a tree too if that's more. No, no, this is okay. fine.
2: I, I like I like this. I like the the tents on here. So. Okay. Perfect. And I am hidden. Awesome. So that is going to bring us to <laughs> the soldier in front of cosmo who Mm -hmm. is not having a good day Mm -mm. having a very bad day he really liked that helmet and now it's all fucked up
3: and his skull he liked his skull skull.
2: well he's definitely he didn't roll very well so you know good on him
3: makes sense and
2: that is going to be an 18 to hit
3: on a second attack i'll allow it
2: okay uh so he kind of reels from that first attack and he tries to like poke at you and misses completely and then is able to kind of like on his way back he stabs at you again and kind of catches you off uh balance and and catches you kind of like right underneath the uh right underneath the arm Mm -hmm. with that attack that spear so i'm gonna roll a little bit of damage on that so that is an eight damage with that spear great great an eight Yeah, and he's not looking good. Uh, both, both him, uh, the one, with the soldier with the spear, and the soldier that now has the dagger are looking not very good. Looking pretty rough.
3: The soldier with the spear and the dagger.
2: And the soldier with the dagger are not looking very good.
3: Nice. Okay.
2: All right. It is. We're at the top of the round with Cosmo.
3: Right. Um. I got two two homies on here on me. Um, I need to do something about that. Um
2: Dude, just like just like chill with him, man. Just see, um, like, you know, just offer him some like kind bud. Just like be friends with him.
3: Right. Um, what I'd like to do is um
2: Hang out with them and have that kind, but right, I mean, no, right, right, right. It's
3: fine. Is is tripping allowed? What do I get? There
2: it? are actions in D D for that. I can look that up real quick.
1: It's. I think it's a strength check. It's like a strength competition. But it,
3: but is it? But is it cost me my action? I guess is my yes. major yeah, question. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, okay, yeah, yes Okay, that's
2: fine. I'm, I'm totally
3: shove. okay with it. I'm just yeah,
2: a shove. Exactly. It's what it is.
3: Okay. Um what I'd like to do is my goal would be to shove the captain.
2: Okay. Uh, do you, you want me to look up the shove attack?
3: Uh, I mean, sure, and just tell me what to, I don't know if it would be like a hit DC or anything.
2: Yeah, shove action. Here it is shoving a creature using the attack action you can make a special melee attack to shove a creature or knock it prone or push it away from you so you can kind of choose which one you want to do there okay Um, you need to make a strength or an athletics check essentially or an acrobatics check which depending on whichever one it would be but um, I believe you're going to be doing athletics Mm -hmm. and uh, we essentially compete to see who is going to win that
3: okay so then, uh, so yeah, so then I'm going to look to trip, I guess it would, you know.
2: To shove, you're just, you're just shoving him backwards trying to make him fall prone, essentially.
3: Basic, well, what I, as far as like story goes, like I kind of okay. like see like him getting me with the spear, kind of like dropping down, and then just like legs sweeping him with my Are you pick-
2: atta- Are you doing this to the captain or the spear guy? The
3: captain. No, just like okay. in the context like I get stabbed. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And then I'm going to like kind of use my downed momentum to like leg sweep the captain with my pickaxe.
2: Okay. Uh go for it. I rolled already.
3: That my friend is an 18, I think. Hold on. Wait a minute. It's just this- <laughs> Wait, wait, wait either said it either was. way this- it beats it. Oh, okay, cool.
2: It, it beats it. Yeah, he, he, roll, he rolled a seven, uh, a seven plus two. So a nine. Not good enough. And the captain falls prone uh, and fall, just like completely kind of gets his leg sweeped sideways and falls on the ground and is prone now.
3: Right. Okay, so it's just more of like a, a leg sweep and he's just like, nah, ah, ah. And he. Um, I don't know. That's really all he has.
2: <laughs> Very good. The captain's prone, though, so that's great, too. So he has. He would have disadvantage on attacking any you guys. He'd have to get up uh, using his full action to get up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it would... Um, it's not, well, actually, I believe... It's half your it speed. Full? Half your speed to get up. Okay. Yeah, you still uh, have your but either, way, either way, you have advantage on attacking. Anyone has advantage on attacking him now at this point, which is
1: great. Okay, okay. Cosmo. Yes.
2: Two bolts come. Uh, two bolts come shooting at you out of the darkness. Okay. Uh, a nineteen and a seventeen. One hits. Okay. Uh, that nineteen. Let's get some damage on you for that. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a nine. Ouch. So that thing catches you, uh, kind of in the shoulder. The other one kind of clinks off uh, your chainmail.
3: Guys, I need help.
2: The one's able to pierce through. And that is actually, that brings us to Poe.
1: Oh yeah, my bird. My bird Uh, buddy. Okay, he's going to fly to... He's going to fly over here behind Soldier 3. And he's actually just kind of like, he's going to be trying to time it. um, And he's going to hold basically his help action. For Cosmos next attack, um, if he attacks this guy, basically what he's just going to do is he's going to try to distract him, kind of beat his wings right behind the soldier on Cosmos next attack. Okay. Yeah. Hold that until the next round. Awesome. That will give you Uh, advantage, Bobby. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. So you got advantage on both people next to you.
2: So does he get a save to not be distracted by that, or what is it?
1: Uh, it's considered the help action. Um, okay.
2: So what is it doing? It's just a, it's assisting him essentially.
1: Yeah, basically, it it, it awesome. aids him in the attack, so it gives That's him great. advantage on the roll. Yeah.
2: That is super useful. I, I like how you're very much utilizing your uh, familiar to its maximum potential. I forgot about him last game, so figured
3: <laughs> feeling a little bit more familiar with him, eh?
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. He, he drops the hell right. back and flies away. Got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Got to end the stream now. That was. That's it. That's how it <laughs> ends. Actually, that's a hundred percent. I'll I'll just use that for the uh, for the intro for next video. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. Um, Captain El Capitan. He's gonna use his movement to stand up, and he is. Actually, you know what? He's not going to stand up. He's going to swing at Cosmo's legs from the ground.
3: He's Does he get disadvantage on that?
2: At disadvantage, yeah. That's fair. Uh, so he's... Yeah, he tries swinging at you twice, and the best he gets is a 13. And uh, he's... he's then going to swing at you, and then he's going to push himself up after that.
3: All right, mate. Well, we'll see. Uh, I was an expert in the jump rope. Sorry there, Cap.
2: Yeah, you just kind of, just kind of like, hup,
0: hup. Hup, hey, hey.
2: uh, Awesome. And that brings us to Rangrim.
0: Rangrim. Okay. So, my buddy Cosmo there is getting pretty banged up. Um, so. But I've a really armor class. I'm not kind of provoke Tons of opportunity attacks. Um, I'm going to just swing at the soldier in front of me with my warhammer. Awesome. And uh, that was a 12.
2: Yeah. Uh, To hit? 12 to hit, yeah. Oh, no, that does not hit. I'm sorry. (laughs) Did
0: not think so. Um, So (laughs) then as as my bonus action, I am going to use uh, Healing Word Nice. on Cosmo. Because I don't have to touch him; it's just ranged at that point. And uh, God,
2: I just forget how much that is. What is? What are your healing words that you send his way?
0: Um, you know, I tell him to grow up. Like, <laughs> Will you just grow up already? <laughs> but um, I'm casting it at oh, a thanks. second uh, second level. It's my last second level slot, so it is two d four plus four that he would heal for. Awesome.
3: I was really looking for that.
0: So that's seven. So
3: two D four plus four.
0: Two D four plus four and seven. You're yeah. old a two and a one? <laughs> You're dead.
2: <laughs> well,
3: seven. I'll take what I can. Cosmo's dead.
2: <laughs> I mean that is pretty in line with the uh, with the words of encouragement that you offered him. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. seems fair. I- Boy, you grow up, mate. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> after you swing and a miss, and then yell at your friend, the soldier in front of you is not too deterred. Kind of, he swipes his dagger across you, and that's going to be. Oh, dude, he rolled so good. Uh, All right, <laughs> it's going to be a nineteen.
0: That's that is
3: not on me
2: Ooh, and he rolled a natural one for his his second attack Uh, so he's going to swipe across at you with his dagger and it's only going to do actually no because it's it's a d4 so killing it that is it's going to be 7 damage and as he swipes across with his dagger he kind of catches it on your shield and his dagger goes spinning out of his hand because of his natural one Perfect. Our butterfingers, oh yeah. Now he's not. Now he's looking pretty fucking scared, to be quite honest, because he has no weapons as far. He just has the buckler on his, his arm, uh, and his sword is still, as far as I know, still glowing red hot on the ground. So, yep, that is Glenn.
1: All right. Well, Glenn realized he's a uh, shit shot because it's raining, is what he's telling himself. Um, and, and so he's going to take his bonus action and dash and flank the captain who's on the ground, I believe. Bonus action, and dash, And then... I'm going to stab him in the chesticles.
3: Stabby stab in the chesticles.
2: Nice.
1: Which is going to be... He did tw- get up.
2: He did get up the end of his turn, so he is not, you would not have advantage on that, because he would see you coming.
1: Okay, that's fair. Then I will roll the one that I normally do for attacks. Do you want me to re-roll both?
2: Uh, I just, I mean, just, ha- well, whatever you rolled first, I guess.
1: Okay, uh, then it's a 20, 20- hmm. wait, yeah, 21 to hit with my scimitar.
2: No, it misses. Yeah, no, it definitely. Oh, it's like holy crap! <laughs>
1: what are you? What are we he, fighting? He here? morphs. Dude, yeah, I he... literally just had like a panic attack. <laughs> uh, okay, and as he Captain Big Man, as, as I strike him, I'm casting Green Flame Blade. Um, so like, as I like screw yeah. him, it's uh, just taking a, a pretty little chunk out of his side.
2: And it's gonna jump to the next person. Uh,
1: yeah, green it's flame. really weak right now, but I'll at least hit him. But I do get yeah. sneak attack because he's flanked, so fuck him. Green flame blade is awesome, and it only gets better. Hmm. 13. Four. So he, the captain, takes 14 damage, and okay. uh, his his dumb buddy takes three damage. Okay. And
2: I think that's my turn.
1: Yeah, that's my damage. It's
2: still pretty. Like yeah, this this fire jumps off your sword and just kind of, like, burns this soldier next to him, and he's he's already not looking good, and he actually kind of, like, you can tell that that definitely hurt him. Yeah, the captain has not... This is the first damage the captain's taken, by the way. I don't know if you guys know that.
1: I, I was aware of that. Yeah. In my defense, so, I tried to shoot him with an arrow, and I missed.
2: It's true. It's true. It's not a very good defense, but... <laughs> awesome. So... Soldier in front of Cosmo with the spear is gonna take another attack on you. On me? Yes, on you. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be a 16 for the first. And that's a 17, it's a not natural 20 for the second attack with the spear.
3: A not natural, okay, so 20 hits, but the first one doesn't.
2: Yes, it does not. So, that's going to be nine damage. He kind of heat this time instead of stabbing at the spirit kind of like he's he's really kind of off balance and he kind of just slices it down at you and catches you mm. across the across the chest with it okay kind of doing more bludgeoning damage than actual piercing damage on you. yeah um that brings us to the top of the round with cosmo
3: okay um what is cosmo going to do
2: that's just like the question of the night
3: it is it is somewhat the question of the night and uh he's feeling pretty hurt he is both physically and uh <laughs> physically emotionally <laughs> yes and so he he's going to um let's see Well, I think he's just going to try and swing on the he's just gonna try and swing on the soldier and hope that the the captain turns towards Glynn and okay. uh, I have advantage on this
1: attack right yeah so uh, like right right as you right as Cosmo yeah. like starts to swing Poe just like big bird just pecks the back out of his, like the shit out of his head Nice. Out, out of my head no out of yeah. uh, a soldier's head <laughs> yeah post gone rogue <laughs> just checking just checking All right, um, let's
3: see oh I rolled the same number twice that was lame but that do I um... does it count basically <laughs> if it... what Never mind. It doesn't matter. Okay. So it's just roll? I rolled a twenty-three.
2: I mean, yeah. It hits, That's... but I was
3: you know, anyways, whatever.
2: I mean I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too sad about a twenty three. I'm not sad good. about it.
3: It was it was a seventeen, but I was you know. Yeah. Looking yeah. for a crit. Uh, yeah, looking I mean, for a crit.
2: You definitely hit him. Alright.
3: Um so uh you're gonna see him. He's just going to—he's gonna swing, and he's gonna say, "Well, I think, night, night." And uh, you're gonna see his warhammer just like glow again, and he's just gonna swing on the the soldier.
2: Night. Are you doing that You're doing a smite.
3: Yeah, I'm smite. <laughs> he is—he yeah. is smitten. Uh, so that would be. This guy's about to
2: get fucking smote. <laughs> Oh,
1: so this is
3: gonna be
2: twenty-five. Yeah, dude. Yeah. How? Okay. <laughs> so, if there was a such thing as overkill, uh, like in <laughs> in Final Fantasy, that would have happened here. So, explain how this guy dies.
3: Um. So actually, he is not using lethal damage. Um, so what uh, What I kind of envision is... You're going
2: is... to non-lethally cave his head in.
3: Yes. <laughs> well, no. <laughs>
0: That's so... nice of you. <laughs> uh,
3: so what I kind of see is this, like, uh, this, like, glow of the bludgeon side of his hammer of just, like, batting up, and he just, like, swings, and he just, like, knocks the guy in the chest, and he just, like flies into this other decaying tent behind him
2: that that's great yeah I think that he flies sideways into this decaying tent like as you kind of like catch him on the side and he just gets tangled up in this thing as, and it just collapses and kind of rolls in this pile of just like mildewy canvas mm-hmm. uh, and robes <laughs> and armor as this uh, guy goes essentially flying across the ground so uh he is no longer an issue.
3: That is me turn.
2: Me try to can I add some sort of status effect? Let's see. Let's see what we can play with guys. Let's do this. Status icons, there we go. <laughs> add the dead icon to him. The Not dead, unconscious.
3: The unconscious, yes.
2: Just yes. mostly dead.
3: Is that what go. the white x is unconscious
2: I, I guess i don't know un not an issue anymore Mm-mm. which is great having 50. a bad time having a bad time you just you know what if you get hit into a moldy tent by a pickaxe you're gonna have a bad time i, I w- will. that's kind of a rule i live by all right um so glenn uh you are gonna take a crossbow shot. It is a 19. Bad hit. And Cosmo, you are also gonna take a crossbow shot. That is a 21,
3: 18 plus three. Ouch. Yeah, I'll take that.
2: Okay. I'm gonna roll two of those. Glynn you're gonna take six damage. Cosmo, you're gonna take True. seven damage.
3: Some bad news, guys. True.
2: Are you unconscious? I'm
3: unconscious. <sighs>
2: So I will say what I will say that you get um this this do you wear a helmet? No. Yeah. Okay. I'll say that this crossbow uh, catches you, uh, kind of like right in the side of the helmet, and it just kind of like, and you just kind of fall sideways, uh, just enough to knock you unconscious. Ding. So Cosmo is down, and that brings us. Uh, actually, it brings us to Poe.
1: Uh, okay. Um, Poe is going to um start harassing the soldier that's attacking Rangrim. So okay. he's going to do basically the same thing. He's going to fly around and just start like kind of pecking at the back of the soldier's head. Okay. Or sorry, he's going to hold his action. To help when Rangrim goes to attack again. Gotcha. Um, Soldier Soldier
2: One, like... the one that Rangrim's engaged with.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not the captain.
2: Cool. Sounds good. So the captain is gonna turn around. Oop. Moving everyone all over the place. Let me move let me turn the captain around. There we go. Captain's going to attack you, Glenn now that he sees that the dwarf has been dealt with by his faithful hidden companion. Uh, that is not good. That is also not good. That was, he, the highest he rolled was a 16. I don't believe that hits.
1: Uh, it meets my armor class, so. Oh, then yes, if does it meets, it meets.
2: Yes, it does. So he's gonna swing down on you with his ax. That is eight damage. dick. Swings down with his war axe and catches you on that second hit, uh, just kind of cutting through your hide armor. Or, I guess, your leather armor. you have to get that fixed somewhere. And that is it for the captain's. Rangrim's turn.
0: Um, Rangrim, with the unarmed soldier in front of him. Well, he has two arms.
2: He just has no weapons. Ah. (laughs) Yeah. What I'm gonna...
0: Rangrim is just gonna just body him. I'm gonna attempt to grapple him. Okay. And like in a way kind of like give him like a full Nelson like with my Warhammer so I have him walking in front of me. Okay. So let's say, do, do you want do you want a raw strike check for that or do you want athletics?
2: Uh, yeah. It athletics is matter. perfectly fine. No, Athletics is great. Yeah. I can tell you it probably is not gonna matter.
0: That is a fifteen.
2: Uh, yeah, you beat his seven. Nice. I'm a. I'm a they've rolled. Guy. Of the two times I've rolled that, they've both rolled sevens. So, they have a consistency about them.
0: So I'm just gonna kind of yoke him up more or less, and shout to the captain. Okay. Tell him to drop, uh, lay down his uh, weapon there. I'd say something like, "You may drop your arms." Oh, this man might not have any.
2: Uh, I would roll. So roll me an intimidation check with advantage. Hmm. With
1: advantage. Let's go. Oh, he's just in the back, flapping his wings, really intimidating, like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> an intimidation. So that is a nineteen.
2: Yes. Uh, so the captain, kind of, you see. He looks around and, for the first time, is realizing that this fight maybe is not going his way. He, you know, you he has downed one of your guys, but essentially it's just him here now. And then, um, as far as you know, one other person. Um, And he's going to look behind him, see that you have his other soldier uh, essentially captured, held at this point, and the soldier's not looking good anyway. And He's going to sigh and throw down his axe and um, just kind of just stands there, kind of hands up like this. Mm,
1: Got him. Uh, Glynn with his with his sword just kind of like hooks his axe away, like flings it like five feet behind Glynn.
0: Okay. And Rengrím would also take. A, oh, sorry, we're still. Are we still on in initiative?
2: Uh, no. If you guys want to, uh, if you guys are putting your stuff away and, and kind of leaving initiative, we can totally leave combat. Okay.
0: Rengrím would take the soldier that he had kind of yoked up and throw him up, like just kind of ragdoll him over towards the captain.
2: Okay. You're not trying to knock him unconscious.
0: You're just leaving him. No, like I'm that. just cool. throwing him over there because he's already on. Okay. He's already disarmed, anyways. Cool. I'm throwing him towards the captain. And um, immediately, I'm going to just use uh, Spare the Dying on Cosmo. Awesome. So he's no longer... Well, actually, I can just heal him. Yeah, I'll just use Cure Wounds.
2: Okay, so the Soldier... I'm just going to kind of compile these two guys right here. So I'll move Cosmo there, and I'll just kind of compile these two guys right here. You guys have them surrounded at this point.
0: Okay. And then I would just use uh, Cure Wounds on Cosmo, Ta plus
2: four. Awesome. 11.
1: Glenn says to the captain, "By the way, I was uh, was totally up in those trees. I fooled you."
2: <laughs> he doesn't say that. He just kind of is looking at you. Um,
1: so, so what actually? Uh, what orders were you brought, or what orders were you given to bring us back with you? I don't think we've done any wrong. Curious why uh, you all of a sudden got all up in a huff about us.
2: He um, he's looking at you and. Actually, if you guys wanna roll roll me a perception check. But just all of you guys. Now that you're getting a little bit better look at these guys much closer, uh, roll me a perception checks. Or investigation, but I think perception's probably a little bit more applicable. Got a tw- uh, twenty. A dirty twenty.
3: Okay. Twenty-four. A <laughs> dirty twenty. I like that.
2: <laughs> just a naughty twenty. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Cosmo is uh very uh aware with his fat nat one.
2: Well, I mean you did just wake up from almost death, so I think that's, that's pretty I think that's pretty fair.
1: Yeah, you and the guy that you like rung his bell, you're both like <laughs> uh
2: <laughs> Rangram. I got, and a tw- gl-
1: I got a twenty-four.
2: Rangram and Glenn, you when you're getting a little closer to these guys, you're starting to notice some things you didn't details you didn't pick up before. Their armor doesn't seem to be as new and shiny and like clean and seems dirty and a lot more battle damaged. And you can actually see like essentially it looks like there's essentially like what could have been holes and like lethal damage from before. And they just look dirty and a lot not not really as like up to what you would think of as imperial standards now that you're a little closer. And the captain looks at you, and he just kind of starts chuckling a little bit. And then he just kind of starts laughing. And then he says, You know, the Tattered Lord is going to have your head on spikes. Tattered he, he Lord. Just kind of,
1: what a terrible he t- name. It even, it even brings weakness. That's, that's unfortunate.
2: And he does like this loud kind of bird call
1: does it out sound like towards
2: the trees and then you hear uh the sound of someone running away uh, uh we'll far, like, through, with that. through the through the trees uh where essentially where you heard those bolts coming out of this entire time during the fight
1: uh, and the curiosity. captain's just
2: the captain's just laughing
1: out of curiosity, how long do we have before uh, your friend comes back?
2: Uh, probably longer than I have to live, but that won't change your fates.
1: Not I'm gonna I'm you change yours this. either. I'm glad you understand the uh, the weight of this situation. Uh, kill me,
2: kill me. It doesn't matter. He's seen your faces. You're dead.
1: Oh, man, you're so so dramatic why don't we just take a second what, uh, what exactly does this of the lord want with us
2: uh he is going to reach into his uh into his belt and grab a dagger and swipe it at you glenn that's rude that is a natural fucking 20 no joke <laughs> <laughs> um so i mean it's only a dagger uh but that is going to be uh three times two plus three so it's gonna be nine total damage
1: so we're back in initiative. Then? <laughs> How does uh, that work?
2: I mean, I—I I
1: mean, I would obviously attack him back.
2: Yeah, I w- I'm going to give you guys all around, so you guys can just you can react and then uh, whatever you guys want to do. Uh, but the captain is essentially just trying to kill you at this point. Okay. He, then yeah, I would take He a- thinks his life is—he thinks his life is forfeit, and so he's just
1: mm, panic mode. Uh, okay, uh, take a strike and twenty-three to hit. Uh, yeah, I mean that definitely hits. <laughs> and ten damage on that one, and I'm gonna cast Green Flames Blade again. So the ranger behind, or the the guy with the dagger behind him, takes another three damage as well.
2: He so when that fire leaps to the second guy, uh, it actually catches him, and you see like his head kind of like it catches his uh, clothes and stuff on fire, and. He's just kind of like screaming and trying to pat it out. And then it seems to be just enough to kind of like he falls to the ground, kind of smoking. And the captain is alone.
3: So I... So I roll a 20. Okay. Um, And I like want to uh, knock the captain in the chest with the blunt side of my war pick
2: so you're behind him so if you want to catch him in the side you totally can and you're actually going to have advantage on the attack
3: that's fine i'll take that um i i have no reason to roll because i've
2: oh a natural 20 Mm. okay gotcha
3: so i'm gonna hit this guy in the side um and uh and then I want to follow with an intimidation, or basically I'm trying to like force him into a large amount of pain to follow up with a like a investigative uh, question. Uh, so I, cause I rolled max damage. Oh no! <clears throat> so it would have been a uh, 19.
2: Yeah, so you you hit him with this, and I, you can. I mean, if you're going non-lethal, totally fine. Yeah. But you you feel his like armor that you probably assumed was like plate, and so you put a lot of fucking extra oomph into that, mm. and realize that it's actually not. And you can, <laughs> you feel all his ribs just give underneath this hit, and he just kind of folds over your thing and just kind of drops to the ground. Uh, Right there, where he was standing.
3: Right. Um, So, um, so random. You guys are
2: essentially out of combat at this point. There's nothing. There's no one conscious. Yeah.
3: So Cosmo, he like nails him one good one, and he runs over, and he just like gets on top of him, and he's like, "Tell me what you know, or this will end painfully."
2: You're all dead <laughs> you're all fucking dead, <laughs> and he's like coughing up blood, and hes he's actually he spits it at you.
3: Mm. Uh, I don't even know what to Let's see here.
2: um are you well, gonna, he... you're gonna you're gonna keep questioning him because I'm otherwise I'm gonna say he passes the fuck out.
1: I'll say when when he's when he's questioning him, Glenn walks up, holding his neck that he just like took the slash from, and he pulls out his or he just holds up his scimitar, and you see it kind of like cover with flames again, and I just like bury it slowly into his chest. He sure. said it's gonna be slow, and you just like
2: yeah. You see, you just smell like this burning skin as like it goes through this guy's uh this like it's like faux steel armor um that that he had it was like essentially painted almost and it kind of slides through and burns as it goes and you just kind of see his laughter kind of just like stops and he just sits there like with kind of like that smirk still on his face but just kind of the light is gone from his eyes
1: Mm -hmm. cosmo i don't think we're gonna get much more from him we still got the uh the guy you put to sleep in the the tent but i feel like captain rocco here and his uh his tattered lord were a little too close i start kind of sifting through the rocco's Mm -hmm. armor to see if there's any type of like bounty or any type of like call to action that he received from the tattered lord or
2: okay so i will say that as you're (laughs) as you're going through his stuff uh the only thing you find on so actually you find two things on Rocco uh you find a potion of healing that is uh tucked into his into his like essentially i guess his cloak and the uh there is this coin that you pull out and it's larger than the normal uh like i guess gold pieces and it actually seems like it's made out of it's not like silver, it's almost like a tungsten or some other kind of metal that's not like a essentially normally valuable material. It's a lot dimmer. Uh, it seems like it's been minted a long time ago. And the there's what looks like a coat of arms on one side and a face on the other. Both of which are scratched off as if they've been like purposefully and meticulously scratched away uh mm-hmm. to like not be able to show what the coat of arms is or who this face was of, and that is what you find on Rocco um are you doing anything with the other unco- ones that are currently unconscious
1: uh well, one of them we caught on fire, right Home's, like super duper dead uh, right. When when Glynn stands up after like looting it, he throws the Potion of Healing that he found to uh, Cosmo. Um, and then he kind of like stands up.
0: Rangrim would go over to Glynn, noticing him still bleeding from the neck. And yeah. I'd say, you know, go dying on me just yet. And I would just put my hand on his neck and cast uh, Cure Wounds on him. So that would be
1: i was at two health i was at two health yeah so that's
0: um that's six more and then i just heal you up a little bit and said i don't go dynamo yet and i just lightly
2: tap you on the cheek (laughs) and like smirk and walk away uh cosmo that is uh it's 2d4 plus four two or i believe for that oh for
3: the health session
1: if you take it now but just yeah if
2: you're you're quaffing it your
1: way um and then also one last thing i would do is i would send poe after the archer just like the angle that like we heard footsteps poe takes off and starts flying that way
2: okay and i just kind uh, of like
1: tell him to come back if he finds anything
2: okay uh yeah roll me a pers- uh a perception check with this advantage
1: but it's raining oh geez uh, uh, it's because they went running out into the woods
2: that's the only thing like it'd be hard if they were in open field totally different but because they're in the woods I'm going to give you disadvantage
1: eight no I, I was just giving you shit I mean it's raining too so uh, he got yeah. an eight total
2: okay gotcha yeah he he doesn't find anything uh, at least not right now um, so yeah what are you guys doing with the other soldiers are you just and, and kind of what's your plan here for this uh, l- so what
3: I- do you
1: guys want to do with the, these other two
3: well, if uh, somebody out there doesn't like us, I don't know if I want these fellas uh, out in the open.
1: Well, I say we uh, think we can pile them up into our cart, maybe, maybe bring them with us, throw a little, little tarp over them, try to keep them out of the way, but give them a burial. I don't know what we do with bodies, really. I normally
2: well, had all
1: these situations before. Oh, wait,
2: no. Actually, only one's no, I, alive. I, I right nuked
1: the shit out of that other yeah. guy yeah there's only done. the guy in the tent that's alive True. yeah no he was yeah once glenn got sliced he was no longer friends um so yeah we got one sleepy guy and we got a couple bodies Rand grim got any ideas you want to say any words for him
0: All i say and we do this and i'm just the captain i'm just like i just pull his pants down around his ankles and then go over to the other unconscious guy and pull his pants down around his ankles and I'm like, yeah, it's not real funny, is it?
2: <laughs> you get inspiration for that. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> Wonderful.
1: <laughs> Glenn, any, uh, Glenn says to Ranger, he's like, Ranger, maybe we were tell you you're pretty petty petty individual. Yes, often. <laughs> uh, you're a straight shooter, man. Oh, I, I like geez. that. And Glenn goes and uh, he would definitely loot the the guy that got nuked and also the... uh. The guy that's unconscious, just to see if there's any other gear, or okay. daggers, like collect anything yes. small.
2: Yes. So I will say that between the, between the three bodies and, and or two bodies in the unconscious guy, uh, you collect essentially f- two full like soldiers, like Imperial soldiers worth of gear. Uh, of actual real soldier gear not like it's kind of battered but it's essentially still like armor uh, and like clothing from imperial soldiers and then you are able to collect their weapons as well so like the daggers the the sword the spear and then the captain's uh, war axe all of which are just like normal weapons but they are like imperial issue ones uh, that have clearly been like they were essentially originally from the army uh, or but you know who knows Boys, I, uh, how they got here?
1: I might have an idea of what we can do with these. Probably tuck them away for a little bit. But uh, Rangam, you think you might be able to make these, you know, polished a little bit newer, a little bit more up to date?
2: You do you find right man. <laughs> you do find one other potion of healing too in one of them.
1: Do a super cool behind the back pass to Rang- am Like we all get one. Think. I'm making a check to see if I catch it. I rolled a three.
2: Yes, perfect.
3: <laughs> Is that a natural three? I
1: I walk over and like just like kind of shake my head. I'm like, we'll work on that, Rangram. I pick it up out of the mud and I just <laughs> put it in my own pocket. I was like, well, you'll get this when you earn it. Uh, I start throwing all the the gear into the cart. <laughs> I take one of the tattered tattered tents and I put the tattered tents over like the gear, kind of like bundle it up to hide it. Um, awesome. So I just try to make it look like tent poles, like with a spear and whatnot. I just try to like make it look like a, a collapsed tent. Um, nice. so boys, uh, I think we need to get off this road, or maybe
3: find maybe something more. Off the beaten path.
1: I think that might be Great. the right idea. How far from Whitport do you know?
2: Uh, you guys are about six to seven hours away. And I will say that you probably, actually, you know what? I'm going to say you're eight hours away, so that if you guys want to take turns resting, uh, you guys can get a full rest before you get there, if you'd like.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. We just take turns on like basically steering the cart.
3: Seems
1: yep. there's. I would only have to do. I'd only have to do one, and I could take the next two watches. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll take first nap.
0: Yep, and I'd cool. stay up with the cart as well. Awesome. So So, Cosmo can actually start resting
2: first because he was pretty banged up also. Did you guys leave that one soldier that was unconscious just still unconscious there in the camp?
3: I I think so. I'm not sure. I don't even know where to begin with uh, how to handle that. I think our names are already out there, right?
1: While while I was looting him, and I found one of the daggers, I just like slide it up the jaw, just like <laughs> okay. like straight to the brain, and then I pull it out. But like I don't let them see that I did that. Okay. I'm like oh man, he's still sleepy. It's crazy. Good work, Cosmo. And I'd like that. Then I start loading up the cart and everything.
2: Okay. Yeah. It's. Gnarly, but yes, that is that works. Um, yeah, he was unconscious anyway, so he probably. I, mean, I assume that he I get advantage.
1: Probably,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, I don't. I wasn't counting his death saving throw, so I assumed it probably wasn't that good for him. Um, okay, so yeah, you guys. Uh, I'm only going to if you guys are going straight to Whitport. Uh, I'll just need. I'll need a, a perception check from. Uh, Whoever's doing the first watch, and then a perception check for whoever's doing the second watch. I would do the first one. That's Uh, eleven. Uh, yeah. So I'll say that, though you're not uh, very—you don't seem to be like you're. You're trying to focus, but like you're 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 pretty banged up and pretty tired, and you. You know you're kind of just trying to keep your eyes out as much as you possibly can, but you're kind of like slightly nodding off um and you you think you think like you don't know whether you're imagining it or not, but you feel like you're hearing like distant kind of like laughter and uh kind of coming from the trees to the side of you, but it it's indistinct, and you don't know whether or not you're imagining it um or if like this this, this like what happened with the captain is still kind of haunting you uh but nothing happens during your watch and then uh glenn wakes up and is able to take over for you awesome awesome wicked not foreboding at all
1: need that to do did you tell me any of that or am i just going in blind i just i would
0: kind of tell him more or less i elf there's um i heard some things lots of things uh i thought i heard someone laughing um it could be the lack of ale that I've had, or I could just be tired. I'm not sure.
1: We'll uh, we'll make sure the next time we get to once we get to Whitport, we'll first thing we'll do is we'll get you drunk. for like any a-
2: spurious laughter. Vitamin A deficient. Vitamin alcohol. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll look Basically. out. I'll look out for a good joke. I. Uh... Um.
2: It is so. It is essentially morning now. Uh. It's actually. It's kind of uh, around eight o'clock in the morning. So it's light and it's raining. So it's still kind of like it's only drizzling and it's a little bit dark, but like overcast, but it is essentially light out outside now. So it's not no longer dark. Um, And uh, you did uh, actually roll me your perception, Glenn. So
1: I was going to ask if I have Poe flying above me,
2: advantage for sure.
1: uh it kind of helped uh 18 perception 18
2: yes uh so you while you're taking your watch you don't hear anything strange uh you it seems like it just seems like a normal kind of dreary day and uh you are able to successfully traverse the cart while the two of them sleep and you start seeing the kind of sleepy seaside, or not seaside, but lakeside town uh, of Whitport. Uh, start kind of rising in the distance on your left-hand side. Um, and Bangerang, we can actually pull up that map if you got it ready. Hey, there you go. Um, yeah, so as you to. kind of come towards the town, you're coming up from the left-hand side here down into the actual like main town center. And one of the first things you see when you come Towards the town, which doesn't really have like gates of any kind. There's no like defenses. It's a very kind of like rural esque town. Uh, it's a fishing village, as far as you know. A lot of trading goes through here, um, and like a lot of fishermen catching uh, essentially, you know, their keep and making their keep on the lake. Uh, the the, the vonhurst lock, and as you're coming in, you see this group of like five kind pretty mangy looking nasty dogs and they're fighting over this piece of uh looks like kind of like a a goat like a goat leg, some sort of small creature leg. Mm. Uh and they're just kind of tearing it apart. Uh kind of just off to the 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 left hand side of the road there.
1: Sweet. Uh as we're kind of approaching Glow reach back and kind of grab like the nearest foot if it's Cosmo or Ran him, just kind of like shake him away. Hey, uh, I think we made it to town. You guys might want to get ready for this.
3: Right, right. Where's, where's, where's the beer?
2: Um, so are you guys just going right past the, uh, uh, are you just going trying to ride past the dogs?
1: Yeah, I I would take a look to see if it really is a goat leg that the dogs are eating because there's been a couple deaths out here, but I would, I would just kind of try to take like a a closer look, but as we're riding by.
2: Awesome. Yeah. So the, the dogs are, they're kind of like starting to growl at you and, uh, they don't really want you getting close to them, but they aren't, they, they seem like kind of aggressive, but they're not really like attacking. Um, Mm. but yeah, as you kind of enter into the town, uh, you see kind of a very small, uh, small figure kind of sitting with his arms crossed and he's kind of uh kind of tapping his foot and he's kind of like looking down at his watch and he's like looking the opposite way of you guys uh kind of standing in the middle of the cobblestone street so
3: he's standing in the middle of the road in front of us yes but seems to be waiting for something
2: He's waiting for something and he's looking away from you and and kind of like seems like he's ta- impatiently tapping his foot small figure uh seems like he's wearing like very nice uh clothing like extremely like just fucking tip to tip to toe fully dutted out in like this beautiful uh kind of like satin blue uh like coat
1: it's like the blue version of the robes that I wear normally like like really fine quality
2: mm mm-hmm. yep.
1: Okay, I uh, kind of like pull up on the reins so we can like slow up. If before we were trotting, now we're just like kind of walking. Uh, I like whisper over to Rangrim. So, hey, Rangrim, he uh might have some some cash that we can lift. What do you think?
0: I'll handle this. I'm very stealthy for a dwarf.
1: I was doing that about you, buddy. Go get him.
0: Um, from the poor advice I got from my elf friend, I am gonna hop off the cart
2: and attempt to pickpocket this man. Okay, great. Roll me a stealth check. I'm sure it'll go great with your disadvantage. Huh? Disadvantage. Well, could like, you do you have your armor on, or no?
0: Oh yeah. Well, I do have my armor on now. So yeah, sick. That's we're gonna be wicked good. That that could be worse. It's a solid ten. <laughs>
2: Awesome. Uh yeah, I'm so sure that you went fine. you get off the cart and you start going clink clink like sneaking <laughs> up behind him and uh he kind of like he's like looking up. And he's like and he turns around and sees you. He's like "Oh, thank God you're here. Oh, you, you guys are here to help, right? You got you're you're the ones they sent?"
0: Yeah, we I was just coming to speak with you. And
2: nothing else. Oh, I'm so happy you guys are here. We have a mystery to solve, and that is where we'll end the session tonight.
1: (laughs) Ruh-roh. Exactly.